0: Welcome, 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 podcast listeners. You are here with your host. It is Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. It is episode number 162 of the Fret Talk Podcast. You are also here with your host, Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Woohee! It is a classic start to a classic episode. This is this is gonna be fret talk. Fret talk classic, this is so plenty of jokes about male appendages. <laughs> Not a great deal of news uh I mean that's that's not our doing. It's the fact that, as the world kind of stopped still about six months ago the uh, the guitar community haven't really been pushing all that hard forward as as they usually would uh so so
1: yeah, I don't think it's stopped completely, just they've had to scale back everything,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think. Ticking over would be a fair assumption, wouldn't it? Yeah. Mind you, that being said, we talked about it on the live cast um, the like Vintero Road Worn so, did we talk about that? It it might have been it might have been something that we planned on talking about but didn't get time to talk about oh man like, my my brain has gone mushy.
1: Yeah, I can't remember. <laughs> Like, I've I've definitely heard you mention Venterra Road one.
0: Yeah, I can tell you where where when- no it, it definitely was. It was definitely on the video, like the news video that Lee did last week. Uh, <laughs> whether or not we actually talked about it on the podcast, I don't know. Um, who knows? So yeah, um, we usually we usually start this by kind of uh self aggrandizing, don't we, for quite a while um yeah, we do, so let's do that let's let's pat ourselves on the back and and say a, about how well we've been doing this week <laughs> so so Matt, what have you been up to this week?
1: um I mean, if we ignore the fact that it's two weeks since I've done a podcast, I've had a quiet week um I had quite a few gigs in a row, so I had a week off gigging this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I, uh,
0: saw uh, saw footage of you uh, playing a song on the internet.
1: Playing a song?
0: Yeah. What song? Um, your band, I assume it's it's, it's your main band because it was like uh, two guitarists and the singer weren't playing guitar, so I assume that weren't yeah. looking. Um, you were playing, I believe it was uh, The Smiths. No, it weren't. Sorry, The Cure. Oh, The Cure, yeah. Yeah,
1: sorry. Yeah, I so that would be it. the main... Yeah, Friday, I'm in love. Yeah, I, I'd forgotten I was tagged. So, yeah. So, the weekend before, I did play a festival. Um, it was, yeah, it was a good laugh. Um, it's Basically, a girl who just every year that she, every year for her birthday, she has a mini festival in one of the fields that a family own as part of the farm they've got. So, mm-hmm just invites a load of people in, has like a burger van there, they've got bands on all day and then DJs on like till 3am in the morning because it's in the middle of nowhere and they don't have any neighbours. I mean, that's, that's pretty bang on.
0: Oh, you did mention this last time, I think, where they where it was like uh, an amalgamation of birthdays.
1: Ah, that was a different one. No, that was a, a one of the previous gigs we did where there was an amalgamation of birthdays. <laughs> you are rolling in gigs. <laughs> like... <laughs>
0: It's, yeah, it's so, so
1: many that I, I can't keep so, track on them. Yeah, August I did four out of the five weekends. Yeah, and gigging, and I think I did two in July or three in July. Basically, I've I've done a lot of gigging, and like this weekend just gone was my first weekend off to kind of relax. So of course I went out twice and drank copious amounts of alcohol.
0: Uh, I I cannot blame you whatsoever. I mean the the footage of the the little mini festival that you were playing at just reminded me how life used to be and made me sad <laughs> uh, <laughs> no it looked like it looked like it was an absolutely fantastic uh, fantastic place and fantastic uh, experience and i was just just fully like yeah i am so glad that you've got this
1: uh, yeah but yeah, yeah it like it, it looked it was, awesome. it was one of the better gigs as well because it was one it was one where Sand engineer there didn't have to bring your own PA. It was literally just put your amp on the stage, plug your pedalboard in and go. So yeah. like set up was 15 minutes as opposed to like an hour and a half of like cabling everything in and setting things up and then trying to do your own sound whilst you all start out still and stage, getting them on a mix, set yourselves and then going out front and tweaking the out front. So none of that nonsense. It was literally like the band before us came off the stage and within half an hour we were playing our first song, which is my favourite kind of gig. Oh, yeah, yeah, completely.
0: <laughs> like just turn up and do your thing. And, yeah. and to be fair, the sound was pretty cool because the, the the video that I saw wasn't it's fair to say it wasn't a professionally done video. I'm um, pretty
1: sure it was an iPhone, like yeah. it was yeah. somebody walking around with an iPhone.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the sound was detailed enough that I could tell what each of the people were doing and, and that it sounded bang on like. So Yeah. Kudos to yeah. you.
1: Yeah, no, was, like I say it was really good fun, like those those are the kind of gigs we want like I want to do all the time. And like obviously you can't do that throughout the, throughout the winter because it was a an outdoor marquee, like not even really a marquee, it was just kind of like um enough space for a stage and then like five rows of people, but it was open to the outside as well, so people outside could still listen along and sing and dance and just have a good time bit of a festival-y type atmosphere yeah it did it It from what i saw it had that vibe so yeah not jealous at all man (laughs) (laughs) yeah um so if we move away from all i do on these podcasts at moment talk about gigging um so i i've i've bought some things do tell (laughs) so one of them you know about already which is um a B-Stock uh, Tate Effects BMB Overdrive. Oh, yes, yes, I do, yes. You told me about it I this. Mess- yeah, I messaged you about this. So, I, like, it wasn't even that that got me onto Stuart's website. He'd posted, I feel like it was on Instagram, but it might have been on, like, Facebook Stories or something. I'd, I'd seen it somewhere that he had... Um, the old, you remember he used to do the power amp distortion a long time ago? Oh. He'd...
2: Uno memento, por favor.
0: You mean, you mean one of these? Ha
1: <laughs> Yes. Well, um, there was one of those, and it—I don't think it had the finish on the front. I'm pretty sure it was just a, a plain yeah, t- black. Tapetronics, yeah. Uh, with the tapetronics stuff, and it was a power amp distortion. I was like, oh, go and check check that out. And as, and as I clicked on it on the website clicked on the right hand side of the photo and it sent me to the next link and i was like oh a bmb overdrive for 75 quid shit mate that's that is that's a bargain there i was just like well i've literally just had 80 quid put in my paypal <laughs> what a coincidence this is fate this is
0: fate working <laughs> either conspiring but- against you or, or aligning the planets <laughs> one
1: of the two yeah. So I, I just clicked buy it now and eighty quid covered the postage and the pedal. It's so beautiful. I've got one of those on the way. Um it hasn't arrived yet, but I mean I ordered it over a bank holiday weekend, so I don't expect it to arrive instantly. Yeah. Postage it, doesn't work like that.
0: No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But yeah, a log. Like, um pretty
1: pretty great pedal. Yeah, I've I've heard lots of good things about it. I've tried one of the i've I've tried the zero zero one Brexit means Brexit um, that Josh Baton, who I don't know whether he ever came on the podcast in the early days or not. I don't. No, he didn't. Think unfortunately. He did. But um, yeah, it's like part of the the group that we were kind of the podcast formed from. Um, so I tried that probably three years ago. At this point, wow, that's a lot. I'm so old.
0: Um, <laughs> like, yeah, shit, so, we've been doing this for almost three years.
1: Yeah, but yeah. so I I tried the pedal, but I tried it through, I feel like it was possibly the Jackson Ampworks amp that Steve had at the time. Yeah. Or it might have been like, it was nothing like anything that I own anyway. So I, I've not heard it through my own rig, but yeah. at that price, I, I couldn't say no. Like, and I absolutely, just, absolutely. Um. It's been a while since I've played
0: one. I do have bits kicking about which would be able to build one because Stuart sent me through some uh, some bits uh, when <laughs> when I used to heat up the the soldering iron that I've got. <laughs> um, that's it's been it's been too long, <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, so I, I theoretically have got one kicking about, and I remember remember the BMB quite fondly. 'Cause he sent me through um like he sent me through an actual finished one to, to demo. Yeah. Um which it's it's on my channel somewhere. Um but it was my second um experience of a rat pedal, the first being the Moor um black secret or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, basically like a mini uh mini turbo rat I believe it is because it had like two modes. Um and I played that and it was just really really uninspiring and it just made me think this is not a pedal like this is not the style of pedal that I really want to be hearing. So I was just like, yeah, cool. It's a it it's a rat style circuit. I must not like rats. Um and then I tried the BMB. Um and it made me realise, no, I just... I don't like the Moa, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, because the B&B, it, like... There's the subtle in there. Like, when, if you're, like, a third of the gain or below, it, it has, like, a nice, bluesy crunch. Uh, there's subtlety. There's an openness about it. It's It's not hugely compressed, so you can get some kind of dynamic feel out of it. But as per uh, Stuart's instructions, just turn everything up to full. So, of course, I, I obliged. And that setting is quite fun as well. So,
1: um, yeah, well, that's that's the thing. Like, I I, I don't know the, the circuit at all. I've never played any other RAT clones. Um, yeah. I don't say the full word. It's a Manx thing. We just don't say that word. Um, I believe it comes from something to do with the bubonic plague and just not saying the things that spread it but okay it's just a, it's a manx thing we don't say what the the original circuit is called so yeah i'll spell it out or i'll call it the long tail but yeah um so i've not, never played an original i've never played anything else that's based on it i've had a one like five minute experience with a with the original brexit means brexit which knowing Stuart, he's changed something in the last Three and a half years since he built that
0: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think from memories on like version one point eight
1: something like yeah. that so yeah, so it's probably something that most people wouldn't even be able to notice, but yeah, he's decided to make those changes because he's a perfectionist he is hes he's very much like we've mentioned this so
0: many times, but like he'll put something up as a B stock. And you'd you'd be racking your brain and studying it over with with a magnifying glass to try and find where this blemish is. It's like no, it's not good enough.
1: Yeah, so, and that's the thing. Like all of the pedals that I've bought of his, and like I'm starting to feel quite bad about it because all I do is just Hoover up his bee stuck. But, <laughs> but I can't it, say no. That's
0: it. Like he he puts a big hefty discount on it. You're like me, where you see a discount and you're like yes. I'm getting value for money here. I can't <laughs> can't turn that down. Um, so he puts these big hefty discounts on it, and then on the other hand of it, like they're not really, not really damaged or broken in any way. So you're like, yeah.
1: Well, actually, like, the the razor that I've got had like you can see the mark, but you've yeah. got to look at it like slightly squiffed on, and the light has to be shining in a certain way. Yeah. Um, the Antares I've got was b stock because he used it at some conventions and stuff like the Birmingham Guitar Show and a couple of other things. And like, yeah, there's scratches on it where people have like picked it up, put it down, and like it had, I think it had Velcro on the bottom of it already and things like that. That doesn't bother me in the slightest. Like, yeah. So yeah, it like, I, I yeah, I can't wait to get this this uh, BMB overdrive through and just just put it through its paces. Um. Yeah, quite looking forward to plugging that in and just just giving it a go. I I have got a feeling that you're you're really gonna like it.
0: And I kind of picturing in my mind the kind of the EQ curve of the rat and, and the, the kind of feel of 'cause it, it saturates quite a lot. It saturates to a point of oversaturation where it it can be described as a fuzzy pedal. And yeah. it's just because like the mass amounts of, like, squish that you get with it. And I think that'll work really well with the Voxy EQ. Yeah.
1: I'm Sorry. looking forward to that, to that then. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've also bought another pedal, and I'm not sure whether it's the first one to go outside of the States, but it's certainly the first one to come to the Isle of Man. Um, One of our patronizers, uh has a company called 37FX, Mr. Doug Christ. He does, yeah and um i was just going through instagram as you do and his little fat guy, sorry fat guy little coat um fuzz pedal like i I'd, I'd seen it like three or four times like either so other people like post that they got one or i just sent him a message like you've just said that they're like this price shipped within the states are you only shipping within the states and he was like i, I mean i don't have to only ship in the states yeah I mean so, that was um, the plan, but plans change. Yeah, so um I've ordered one of those and it's in the process of being built at the moment. Fantastic. I I'm always giving uh, giving likes
0: and, and showing some love to the thirty seven effect stuff. The again it's the attention to detail like the um he he uses uh like different coloured um Nuts for the for the washer on the um on the the foot switch, and just like yeah. those little
1: touches makes it pop, and you're just like, yeah, yeah, man. And that was the thing. Like when I ordered it, he's, when I said it, I was just like, oh, I'm I'm not too fussed, and he's like, right, we'll look through the last thirty that I've made and pick a finish, and I'm like, okay. And I was looking through, and I was like, could I have that finish but with that knob? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So like I've combined like. A couple of the ones that he's built in the past, and just changed change the, a change the couple of little bits. And yeah, I've got one of them on the way. Nice. That's that's really cool because yeah, like
0: thirty seven effects. Like like I say, I'm 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 following on on uh, on Insta, and I'm I'm always showing some love that way. Uh, so I'd be really interested to uh, to get some uh, some hands on opinions. No, just give a give a shout out to one of our our very talented uh, Patreon dudes. Yeah, I mean, we've we've yeah. got quite a, quite a few, haven't we? Like we've got quite a lot of talent in our uh, in our <laughs> Patreon pool. I mean we've got Chef Tone, we've got thirty seven, we've got bloody Fletch for God's sake! Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm like once this arrives, I'll have pedals or pedals or pickups from them, all of them. Yeah, bang on. And I'll just combine them all and see what happens.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, what man. happens if I run a fuzz into the front end of a Messiah with an SG? Happy days.
0: Oh, <laughs> imagine that will lead to large <laughs> smiles and <laughs> feedback noises. <laughs> that uh, Sounds like fun to me. Well, speaking of feedback noises, uh, something as... as flashed back to me on that on our last podcast we we uh we were in, interacting quite quite a lot with the live uh live stream and we went on a little little journey about black sabbath um uh, and we we were mentioning our favorite black sabbath songs, so i feel like it is time matt have you have you got any black sabbath love uh,
1: like i not even particularly for the situation like the world seems to be in at the moment just the situation the world's always been war pigs is just uh like the the music itself is fantastic and i think the the lyrics behind it if you listen to it are also just incredible indeed so yeah like war pigs would be my absolutely number one have you heard the original version of that um if it's not the version that everybody knows then I'm gonna guess no. Yeah so
0: like in terms of like musicality it's it's pretty pretty fucking similar. But the the original version um was called Walpurgus um which it was about it was literally about um like witches and black masses <laughs> um which is where the, the the opening line came from you know generals gathered in their message like Yep. Like uh, <laughs> uh Like witches at Black Masses
1: or whatever it is. Yeah, just like witches at Black Masses. Just black- just
0: black- like witches. Black- black- that's black- that, yeah, that's the that. Uh Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I for some reason I had in my mind just like bitches with fat
1: asses uh, <laughs> Which um, that would be what it would be if the twenty twenty ten rapper got their hands on it. Well, that, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. If, <laughs> if Kanye covered uh, <laughs> War Pigs, no, because he did Bohemian Rhapsody, and he killed that for me. Indeed, but that—that's why it makes so much sense. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, I didn't realise there was a a different like I I this like. This is a terrible thing to admit on a guitar podcast, but I was introduced to that song by, I think, Guitar Hero 2, but it might have been Guitar Hero 3. Um, uh, yes. It was on one of them anyway, and like that was kind of my introduction into Black Sabbath that wasn't Paranoid. And that <laughs> led to a bit of an obsession with Black Sabbath for a while. So basically, like... Found this song, really started enjoying it, went to the local HMV, went to the CD section, in the two for the te- two for a tennis CDs, just picked two Sabbath CDs at random, picked them out, took them home and listened to them on repeat for about seven months driving with my parents insane, as I did with any band that I had a bit of an obsession with as a, like, 14-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, my
0: second-ever guitar was an Epiphone SG because, I mean... Uh, I think it okay. might be my second guitar. You know, nice. So I mean, my first one was obviously the Squire Strap, which I've still got. Um, the second one, I was, uh, and we mentioned this briefly on a, on on last cast as well. Um, oh, it, it, like it was coming up to Christmas, and I had uh, like, agreed to playing a a kind of like tribute show. Um, a, a local community community center, which was also a church. Uh, um, <laughs> I and can see where this is going. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the the organizer of the uh of the event, who happened to be in my band as well, was like, okay, like the the idea behind this is we're we're all gonna take on roles a bit like Stars in Your Eyes, where we we take on that band and we do like three or four of that band songs and we'll like, we'll dress up as the band and it'll be, it'll be good fun. Um, and it was, but of course we were little mosh heads going, yeah, <laughs> we've got to play fucking Sabbath. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I convinced my parents that that, that year I needed a new guitar and that, that guitar needed to be an SG cause it fit the band at the time. But also yeah. I fucking love Sabbath. Uh and like being a little a little brummy, like playing playing Black Sabbath <laughs> in a church. I yeah. mean, I'm not gonna say it was the highlight of my musical career, but you know <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <I> do. <laughs> yeah. Like, it must have been great fun. I, I think we played three songs. Because we had like a fifteen-minute time limit, but like we played, uh, we played War Pigs in its entirety. Uh, we played uh, Black Sabbath in its entirety, and then we had enough time at the end to, to just sneak in Paranoid.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say like I assume you played two really long songs and Paranoid because it's about two and a half minutes.
0: Oh, we we played N.I.B. as well actually, because we like right, the the guy who we got on bass was was. Pretty Wicked and Logle had learnt the bass solo uh, and because NIB is quite quite a short song as well yeah yeah uh, and it was within my skill skill set at the time <laughs> Uh because at, at this point I'd been playing guitar maybe maybe a year <laughs> like it, it weren't yeah. much more than that if it was uh yeah, and that's how I played Black Sabbath at a church. Oh, it was a it was a good time. Oh, uh, and the like the the other bands there. There was like, I think there was a band that did, uh, like did no doubt. There was, uh there was a band that did Fleetwood Mac, and they played Albatross. <laughs> like they they played like a lot of the the like uh, Buckingham. Yeah, yeah, like, but they they played uh, albatross as well, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. fuck. who else was there? Oh, there was the the uh, the church organisers played as Jethro Tull. It was amazing. Okay, <laughs> so like, it was it was a really weird mix of mix of music,
1: <laughs> um, all thrown into the same night.
0: Absolutely, but it was uh, it was a strange one. Um. Well, I, I think I think I've done some stuff this week. Uh, Let's just check this time because we we are like, what I'm seeing is like twenty twenty odd minutes in, twenty five minutes in. Yeah, about uh, we do we're doing well for time. Uh, I'll I'll not I'll not be too long because then we've got we've got a quite long segment. Um, uh, right. So, uh, last week's video which will be not the last one the one before for you listeners um was the TC dark matter uh which is kind of following on from the uh the TC mojo mojo because uh, uh I had a few people questioning the um questioning the title of that video which was the single greatest guitar pedal ever in existence <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't see how that can be. That can be misinterpreted. But hey, ho! Did,
1: did people give you their their personal, like, pedal that would fill that void for them, or were they just saying there was no way it could possibly be the TC Mojo Mojo?
0: No, I mean to be fair, I have got some some pretty, uh, pretty nice followers in in my. Uh, my YouTube circle—they're they, pretty kind about these things. It's not like standard internet where it's like, "Oh, your mum's a whore." Uh, <laughs> it, it like I had, uh, in fact, Josh, uh, Josh Wood, yep, uh, one of our one of our old um, contributors to the podcast, uh, um, our fret talker across the pond, and just a pretty. Pretty standard, dude. Like he's he's an amazing chap, and he, he listens to the podcast quite quite a lot as well. So, share it to Josh. He was one of the <laughs> the, the people who went single greatest ever in the comments. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. I mean, by all means, call me out on my bullshit. Like it's it's fine. Um, you've got to, you've got to try for that clickbait though, haven't you? Well. I mean it's it's kind of not my not my goal but I can see why that would be the case. <laughs> uh so I have I've described it as like the the mojo mojo and the dark matter are like the yin and the yang. The yin and the yang, sorry. Um and so I thought I'd I'd do one after the other. And I I always had in my head that the the Dark Matter was kind of OCD-ish. Um, but after playing it, I'm convinced more and more that it's
1: based on a rat. It could well... I, I, I don't know anything about them. This is where I really annoy you. I've never played either of them. No, I mean, it's,
0: it's fine.
1: It's fine that you've not played them. It's, <laughs> it's okay. I, I genuinely... like. I don't know anybody... That's owned either of them, either. Like, like, obviously, I I know you. What I mean is, like, none of the people who who like have <laughs> yeah. got a jam with or anything.
0: Yeah, there's there ha, haven't have been ha- any within your kind of local vicinity.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I'd love to try them, but I can't see either of them knocking the pedals that I've got at this point off my boards. No, 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 and I I I wouldn't ask them to either.
0: Um, I think those two pedals reached me at a very important time in a tonal journey. Um, and if I am, like, superbly critical, and if I am, like, so scrutinizingly honest, they aren't the best pedals in the world. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but, I mean, like... What I use the the Mojo Mojo for is kind of like creamy, low-gain, bluesy overdrive. Just like a yeah. standard, like your standard crunch tone. There are pedals that I have that would do that, but in a more versatile way. like Like the Antares. Yeah, that would, was the first thing that sprang to my mind when you yeah, said those words. Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. And the the Antares does it doesn't do exactly what the Mojo Mojo does because it it's got a slightly different EQ curve. Uh, the Mojo Mojo is slightly darker, which I don't think I would prefer. Um,
1: <laughs> no, because you're a treble person.
0: Yeah, I do, I, really, I I like harsh sounds. Um, yeah it's it's it, the the Antares has got more clarity more it like breathes a bit more it seems less kind of restricted um but like like i say the mojo merger came to me at a time where it was whereas on that journey and i was kind of finding what sound that I like and the the mojo mojo kind of exemplifies that that period of time so that's why i have it and that's why i use it so for you it wouldn't make any sense to knock the Antares off for something which does
1: <laughs> a similar job, but yeah. in a different way. Yeah,
0: yeah, it does one of the sounds that the Antares does, but doesn't do any of the other versatility of it. Um, and like I said, the dark matter uh, I think is a rap style circuit, and I tend to dial it below halfway gain so that it has got that openness and the brief like the 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 dynamic breath to it and when you do when you combine those two the mojo mojo and the dark matter um uh, it like it becomes more saturated and it starts to make sense like those two really complement each other really well which is why i am I, i'm i'm just willing tc to come out with the dark mojo like they they just need to make that happen or the mojo matters. Like, whichever way you want to go with it, but I think Dark Mojo sounds as mysterious and sounds cool. It does. And if if like if in like two, three years time you haven't made it, I'm just sellotaping two of them together and releasing it as a as a pedal line.
1: <laughs> Come to me for your modified dark mojo. There's a patch cable between the two and I've taped them together. I'll see, yeah. <laughs> I might, I might
0: even use some pretty strong, like gaffer tape, and then sharpie on the front dark mojo. So it's, so it is legit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so yeah. that that was that was one of the the releases this week. Um, I also received through the post um, a rather special gift. Um, I'm getting to try my hands on. Number four of a of a limited run, I think of ten. So number four of ten of the uh the collaboration between uh, funny little boxes and bad penny effects. Uh the little box. Let me just check I'm saying that right, little box. Yes, <laughs> little box. Um uh, Yeah, it's uh so it's it's uh, a stripped back version of one of the one of the other bad penny effects i believe but it's essentially like it's a silicon uh, silicon fuzz with a starve control so you can uh you can like gate down the power that goes to the transistors and you can you can dial it off so much that if you're using low output pickups it just cuts the signal. Uh, which is fantastic. <laughs> um but you get that kind of like really thinning out and kind of sputtery and almost yeah. kind of it almost turns it kind of eight bit y. Where you where you're just just getting enough power to the, the transistors to make them work. And then all the way up to the top, which like juices them, which is fantastic. um, I thought I'd be a sputtery kind of guy. I thought I'd be the kind of person who'd be dialing down to the bottom, getting that kind of rippy velcro uh but no, i am um, with this one, I'm turning it all the way up because it sounds like Dave Gilmore in the seventies
2: um
0: <laughs> which not a bad sound.
1: Who doesn't want to sound like Dave Gilmore in the seventies? I see,
0: yeah, I mean uh, when I plugged it in, I found myself playing kind of lead lines from, uh, from Dark side and and Beyond, pretty much. So, uh, yes, that that will probably be out on the No Talk All Tone series. Two days ago, <laughs> I've not recorded the <laughs> not recorded the video yet, so I don't know, <laughs> but I I imagine so. Um, and. Of also um during during the start of uh during the start of this lockdown that we we have found ourselves in um i I was doing a bit more Instagram than I usually do um and i <laughs> um I got chatting with a company called trident's Plectrums um and they were doing like a little flash sale on on some pics they had uh about. Uh, and I I went in just like, because it was like, here's like a row of uh, maybe like 20 p- picks. And it was just like, okay, I'm doing doing a sale on these. DM me if you want to know some details. So I did. I was just like, just, just out, of, out of curiosity, how much are these going for? And the price was less than I thought. So I went, oh yeah, I'll have a couple. And then the more we started talking, the more I started throwing in the basket. <laughs> um, and uh, like twelve plectrums later, uh, <laughs> it was a case of like, okay, I'm I'm gonna reserve these for you, but because because of like where we are at the moment, you're gonna have to wait for uh for the post offices and whatnot to be able to be open again, and for life to tur- like return back to a kind of semblance of normality. I was like, yeah, that's fine, and he hit me up like two days ago and was like, yep, yeah, now's that time. Um which also coincided with payday. Uh <laughs> which which was the best kind of message. <laughs> yeah, so that was that was fantastic. Um so hopefully within the next couple of days I'll be getting a rather discreet looking, not very expensive looking package just to cover my own back. <laughs> Uh, uh, of of some some picks, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna be reporting back on those, possibly even by the time the livecast's on. Um, uh, but I've got an idea. I'm I'm thinking there might be a video series in in some plectrum stuff, and I'm not meaning to tread on our uh, Jontron's toes here, because he's the master of the plectroverse. He's he he knows more about plectrums than I will ever. Like he's forgotten more about plectrums than I'll ever know about plectrums. Um, but I kind of want to dabble a little in this Plectroverse. Uh, so we might we might, and I'm I'm saying it's a might here because it requires me making some effort. But we <laughs> might be might be seeing a, a little video series on some plectrums, So that that might be happening soon. Um I'm sure I've got one little one last little thing that I need to mention. Oh. No, we'll we'll do that later on. Cuz I want <laughs> I want to do the quiz. <laughs> I want to do the quiz. I think everybody wants you to do the quiz. Yeah, so um we have got the quiz to end all quizzes this week. Um largely because it's a it's it's Expansive in size, like we usually do, like five to eight questions. Uh, This one's fifteen questions long, but it is also it is also the quiz to end all quizzes because I've literally taken it word for word off an online quiz, which was vaguely music related.
1: (laughs) So this is where you find out that three days ago I did a random online quiz and it's the same bloody one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Matt's got really fucking good. Uh, it's not going to happen.
0: Um, so, like, some of these questions are really, really fucking simple. Some of them, I, yeah, I, I would end up with numerical answers for a, for a question that, that definitely doesn't require numbers. <laughs> uh, so, so here we go. So, fifteen questions. It, I'm going to give you a give you a chance to either mentally get a piece of paper because i know a lot of you listen to it whilst commuting so it would <laughs> i'm not i'm not telling you to write down while you're driving um so you can kind of mentally sketch out in your mind these 15 questions more so buying a little time for matt so that he can get himself sorted with a pen and paper matt's matt's already sorted so screw you guys who are driving <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so question number 1 which Drake song? Yes, Drake. I no, haven't got a clue. <laughs> yep, that's what I said. So, which, <laughs> this is like the 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 skill level on this is all over the shop. So, which Drake song broke number one records in uh
1: 2016? 2006. What songs do I know that were released around about 2016? Um, there's that one
0: where he, he invented a dance. Where he looked like he was brushing his knees, and then it's turned into a meme, where
1: he's like <laughs> hand up and then pointing. Okay, I, I it's at this point where I could told I could tell you that Drake could stand in front of me and say hi, I'm Drake, and I still wouldn't know who he was.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd, <laughs> I'd struggle to pick him out of a lineup of one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and in that lineup, there is a sign saying "This is Drake."
1: Okay, okay. Uh, I still can't be sure. Too- Right, I've written a song down.
0: Okay, good, good, good. Um yeah, it's I,
1: definitely wrong. I don't even know whether this song was by a bloke or a woman.
0: Well, there you go. <laughs> I mean, who who can be sure whether Drake is a male or female? Yeah. Okay. I mean, what even is male or female? It is 2020. Those yeah. goalposts have changed. Um right, Hayley Williams is the yeah. lead singer of which band?
1: Oh, I know this one. As do I. Um, yeah, uh, I had a massive crush on her when I was a teenager. Good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Keep up the good work, Matt. Uh, <laughs>
0: um. Number three. How many strings does a standard bass guitar have? <laughs> can can I write too too many? I mean, you're not wrong Okay, yeah It's where bass guitarists start going Oh,
1: oh, um, um, standard's such a conformist way of thinking (laughs) Yeah, and to be fair, actually, they do need that amount because otherwise you can't play the bit in All Right Now Yeah, yeah
0: (laughs) Fantastic uh yep yeah. so I did so say I'll, that this, I'll let them
1: have their that amount of strings.
0: Yeah, this is uh, I did say that this has got like a a very odd skill level, and like there there are some easy hits here, like Paramore. I would guess Oh, that's the I've given you the answer. Shit, yeah, uh, I'd, I'd already written that down. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I would yeah, I, I would have guessed that. But that that one is a really really quite straightforward question. Same with the the. Um, How many strings does it? Yeah. How many strings does a two-string bass have? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, However, this one... Um, Which singer, uh, it said, is due to release his 39th studio album? Um, I assume by this point he's probably released it. Um, And he's also uh, a Nobel Prize winner for literature. Okay. So... Just think of some really old fuck.
1: Like the th- only person that I know who's a musician who has a Nobel Prize for literature is the person I've written down. Yeah, you've probably got it right then. <laughs> uh, so,
0: you never walk alone. Or you'll never oh, walk no, alone.
1: hang on a minute. No, wait. Was he a poet laureate and not a literature? Just go with your gut, Matt. Go with your gut. Yeah, right. Yeah, we'll, we'll stick with it.
0: So, number five, you'll never walk alone, uh, which ended up being a, like a football anthem for... Uh, Liverpool I believe Yeah but it was Celtic before Liverpool but don't tell Liverpool fans because they get really pissy about that Yep we (laughs) definitely won't mention that fact on this podcast (laughs) Uh, um, So You'll Never Walk Alone Uh, apparently was in a musical Yeah Uh, it was
1: You know which one? No I could have told you that it originated from a musical Um, Let's think of names of musicals I'm done. It's not from Greece. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Is it Hamilton? Because I've heard a lot about Hamilton. It's I, definitely it, not isn't, Hamilton.
1: It's, isn't that the one that's on Netflix? No, Disney Plus at the moment. It is, yeah. Um, right. It, and I will
0: tell you categorically it is not from Hamilton.
1: Okay. Well, I've written down a something I think might be a musical. Okay. It certainly happens in theatres and is old. there you go (laughs) fantastic Um,
0: another pretty straightforward one I think Uh, which DJ married Zoe Ball in
1: 1999 I haven't got a clue really Um, married Zoe Ball in 1999 yeah and DJ are we talking about radio DJ or DJ DJ uh, like legit DJ oh god (laughs) like
0: pretty fucking famous and uh you'll get some bonus points if you can tell me his actual name and or uh the their son who happened to be
1: in uh, a reality tv show last year oh jesus i don't watch reality tv so i'm not getting that um I'm trying to think of like dj's like all of the ones I can think of wouldn't have been releasing stuff in 1999, and if they got married in 1999, he must have been big in the nineties. Um, yeah, pretty much what? The, the the single biggest
0: uh, DJ in, in the UK charts in in the nineties.
2: You see, now I'm questioning what a DJ and
1: what a DJ is. <laughs> I, I assume he doesn't have DJ in his name. I'm gonna write something down, and if it's not even a DJ, I don't care. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, give you
0: a a real strange bit of uh bit of trivia about him here. Um, it might might or might not help you. Do you remember the song "Brimful of Asha" by Cornershop? I Shop?
1: do. I do. Yes
0: did you know that there were two versions of it? There was like a really slow kind of chilled out version, very, very kind of, um, very relaxed. And then there was the version that became popular, which had like the, the drum beats and the, that was remixed by a
1: famous DJ. That remix was the famous one. Right. Okay. No, I didn't know that. I just assumed that that was just how the song went. Um, But yeah, I've I've written a name down, and I'm trying to think of the guy's real name, and I do know it, but I can't remember it. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's fine. Just move on.
0: Okay. Uh, so Harry Roger Webb, um, third highest selling, uh, UK singles in the UK singles chart.
2: Who the fuck is Harry Roger Webb? Harry Roger Webb, yeah,
1: and he's the third. High, is it third highest male solo artist, or just get... third highest of all time? Yeah. Out of like third highest uh, I've artist, I've got
0: what I've got written down here is third highest selling UK in the UK singles chart. Uh, of
1: so of not like, necessar- so he's not necessarily from the UK. He's just the highest selling within the UK.
2: Yeah. But he's, he's defi- a, definitely I've
1: from ri- the UK. <laughs> I've written a name down based on the fact that it's the third highest selling artist in the UK. Okay. Um, not not because I know who that is, but I can think of maybe one or two people, one or two either artists or bands that might outsell this guy. Yeah. Uh, right. So number eight in yeah.
0: 1994, wet, wet, wet. Uh,
2: we're talking about. Where love was? Where did they say that love was? Okay. Um,
0: it was a cover, wasn't it? It was a cover. Well done, yeah. It was a cover. Couldn't tell you
1: who, by, but yeah. No. Um, and and in in the film, love actually they changed it to where where was Christmas? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: like Bill Nye is like the best <laughs> character in that. He makes that film.
1: He he absolutely makes that
0: film. <laughs> he does. He's fantastic. Uh to be fair, like as as like shitty rom-com as that is, it's there's lots of lots of British idiosyncrasies in it which make it quite funny.
1: Yeah. It's one of the few Christmas films that I don't mind watching when I get roped into watching Christmas films at some point in the year. I mean die hard, of course. Yeah, but I don't get roped into watching Die Hard. I'm the one picking Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> um and like it it just it
0: highlights how good an actor uh, Alan Rickman is because you hate his fucking guts. You are like you absolute shitbag.
2: Um Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um
0: yeah, yeah. But I I bear uh, um Alan Rickman, no ill will, but he acts the shit out of that, that role. Oh yeah. Yeah.
1: He's absolutely perfect. Yeah. And, I, I uh, love that film.
0: So we we've we've pretty much unearthed that for a, a Christmas film to be successful it needs Alan Rickman as a bastard. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah.
1: There you go. So if uh, you're gonna make a new Christmas film, just give up. Yeah, yeah,
0: you can't do it anymore. Um <laughs> So yeah, so 1994 got that one. Uh, okay, number 9. This is this is a 50/50 although yep. I wouldn't wouldn't be able to give you the actual answer <laughs> if if I was answering this question. Who was the youngest uh, when their debut album was released? Was it Lord or Billie Eilish?
2: So who was younger?
0: Lord or Billie Eilish? I think I
1: think I know this one well you've got you've got a 50 50 chance here yeah, well I think one of them was was 18 and one of them was about 16, so uh
0: close yeah, yeah one was 16, one was seventeen so it was okay. it was very touch and go um number 10 the group the name of the group who wrote the rock opera Tommy
2: That one's quite well, I say quite easy. Straightforward, isn't
0: it? I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
0: Yep. No, it, it' like there's no there's no trick about it. It's you either know that or you don't. But it's it's very fucking common. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> we are falling victim to my bad writing here, because <laughs> I thought. Oh, God. Does that say Enya? I can't remember <laughs> anything about Enya. No, but the year that Eminem released the real Slim Shady. Which is like the year Enya released
1: the Real Sim Shade.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's it, yeah.
2: I So it's it was his third album, studio album, was it? I have absolutely
1: no idea. Um but I I'm like don't get me wrong, Eminem's one of the few rappers I actually quite like some of his stuff. Yeah. Um and it's not because of the colour of his skin I just I, the music kind of relates whereas i don't find that with a lot of that type of music but
0: yeah yeah, yeah. like the 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 cultural uh, cultural background of it like it it's harder for for you to um to empathize with uh like someone who's growing up as a different race to you growing up in a different country to you under different circumstances to you
1: yeah
0: and and a lot of uh a lot of rap is or a lot of rap of that time was kind of circumstantial or well, a lot of the good rap at least the ones yeah. that weren't talking about smoking whatever and and popping and caps and the, the bitches and
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 um i've put a year down i i Guessed on the basis that it's probably either a second or third studio album that it's roughly around this year. Yeah. Good. Good. So we got up to that one.
0: Uh Johnny Cash covered which Nine Inch Now song, which I've already written the answer down. Yeah. <laughs> um I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bonus here because there was it for some reason it, it decided to qualify this question with a um with a further bit of information it was um used in a trailer for like quite famously used in a in a trailer for a movie probably movie. less than five years ago and it was wasn't it used in the trailer for um the last of us two recently it was yeah yeah um but it was released uh, it was it was sorry it was used in in a trailer for a movie um a, about five
2: or so years ago Marvel movie
1: if Marvel you, movie about five years ago yeah So what marvel movie would it fit because it's not going to fit like Iron Man
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd have to think like well. I don't know if it's official Marvel, but it's definitely Marvel movie. Look, definitely Marvel characters.
1: Okay, so it's definitely Marvel characters. I wonder if
2: it's an. Hmm.
1: Like I'm, I'm trying to think, and I, I'm thinking of the MCU, and I'm not thinking of any any films that had that kind of dark overtone indeed that would that would need that so it's probably going to have to be either one of the X-Men ones or one of the Spider-Man ones that are like sony owned so not part of the MCU but still technically marvel okay i'm going to i'm going to
0: let you think on that one whilst uh move on to the next question cuz it like it, once you you hear what the answer is for that one, you will be like, "Of course, it fucking was." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, which decade was "Friday I'm in Love" by The Cure released?
1: Okay, yeah, I, 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 I don't a hundred percent know the answer to that, but I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. You see,
0: I, I was pretty confident with that, and I got it wrong.
1: Yeah. I think you did what I would have done to start with. Yeah. I think, yeah, I'll tell you what I think you've said and what I've written down. Um,
0: Yeah. Uh, Right, so uh, number 14, legendary producer behind Michael Jackson's Off The Wall album, Bad album and The Thriller album. Don't do producers. (laughs) Um, Like literally fucking super legendary. So much so that um, his production company did uh, some of the sitcoms in the 90s, I think, as well.
1: Yeah, I haven't got a clue. Um, Let's think of what kind of name would a producer have? (laughs) (laughs) Sir (laughs) Mix-a-lot. Um... I haven't genuinely, I'm sure I've been told that name thousands of times. Yeah. I just, I don't know anything about music production.
0: And our final question here, Matt. The song Paranoid Android was the feature single
1: from which Radiohead album? Oh my God! What's it called? It's the it's the Radiohead album that everybody raves over. That most people actually say actually it's not their best one, but everybody just knows it. I mean, there's 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 a couple
0: of Radiohead albums which are like the iconic ones. But yeah, yeah, I know I know what you mean. It is one of them, isn't
1: it? Right, I've written down one of their two albums that I know the name of. Right. Okay. Number one. Let's get these answers on the go. <laughs> Any idea? Number one, I've definitely got wrong. Drake. Number one, I yeah, I wrote "Despacito" Dan because it was a song from around that time. Uh, that one that was uh, Justin Bieber. Okay, um, well, they're basically the same person,
0: aren't they? Sure, sure. Uh, apparently, it was called "One Dance." Um, no, no idea what that is. The only Drake song that I could tell you was "Cell Phone." The one where no he kind of that. mumbles. You come and call me on the cell phone, and no. or oh, is it hot? Oh, it's Hotline Bling, isn't it? Is that the one? Oh, baby, no when my hotline bling, there can only be one thing. I, I, yeah, it's fucking
1: terrible. Sh- sure, why not? He's Canadian, no apparently. <laughs>
0: Canadian chap, he's adrake
1: Drake? Yeah. Uh, number two was Paramore, Hayley Williams. Was. Yeah. How did you get that Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, it was it was Hayley Williams, yeah. I yeah, they started it. releasing music as I became a teenager. They, yeah. they were a band that played music that I quite enjoyed that had a female front person.
0: Yeah, and like, I assume that you released other things <laughs>
1: <laughs> No comment. <laughs>
0: well. It's only natural. Uh right, so how many strings does a bass have, Matt? Uh, a, a standard bass would have four strings. It would have four. Can you name those strings? Uh,
1: E-A-D-G. E-
0: well done. Yes, correct. Uh, I would have also gone with Steve, Larry, John, and uh, Snappy Boy. <laughs> um, but yes, those are fine names for the strings. Uh, which singer, 39th album, Nobel Prize, literature? I'm- I, I've gone for somebody who I know was a poet laureate, Bob Dylan. Yes, it is. That is correct. Yeah, I mean, I didn't fact check any of these, so they could be complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, sounds sounds fine to me. Um, You'll never walk alone. Which musical? I've guessed Carousel. <laughs> well done. Fantastic.
1: Yeah that it, that is a that is a musical apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I that, that was something that was in the back of my mind somewhere. Yeah. Um. Uh, which DJ married Zoe Ball? Is it Fatboy Slim? It is Fatboy Slim. Well done, right? Uh, is is his name something? Oh, no, I'm not gonna get it. No, I just, I, yeah, you'll have to tell me his name though. Uh, Norman Cook. Right. Okay. So Norman Cook and their son
0: Woody, um, was on the Circle, uh, the last series of the Circle, and is okay. the absolute spitting image. Of it's just like an amalgamation of the two of them, like <laughs> if if you use one of those face swap um, softwares that kind of yeah pushes two faces together, it would be it would be that. Uh, and he was quite funny actually, so like legit. Uh, uh, Harry Roger Webb? I've guessed at Elvis Presley. No, no, it's it's a cliff. Right, okay. Sir Cliff. Uh yeah. yeah. It makes sense, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does. Um uh, so wet wet wet. Love where where was love? It was it was all around us. It was all around us. It was yeah. even in our toes. Yeah, I mean if you're getting it in your toes, you need to be aiming more carefully. <laughs> Cause Yeah. That 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 is that is, it's it's not accidental that that's on purpose. If you're getting it in your toes, absolutely. Um, I'm not here to judge, but it's weird. Stop it, guys. <laughs>
1: um, I'm not going to tell you to do that. You do you. Whatever, whatever makes you happy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, as, as long, long as, as it's, it's con- consensual. Yeah, as long as it's <laughs> consensual. Yeah, just don't don't go spreading love into people's toes that don't want that. Um, <laughs> so
1: who was who was the youngest, Lord or Billie Eilish? I feel like Billie Eilish was 16 when she released her first album and Lord was 17 or 18. No, nah, other way around. Lord was uh, Lord 16, wrong. yeah.
0: Boo. Yeah, I mean, I, I would have gone with Billie Eilish as well because people are uh, talking about her like she's like some kind of Mozart style child prodigy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. She seems to be
2: quite successful. Um, but. Yeah, it was Lord, apparently. Fair. Um, Tommy.
1: It was The Who, wasn't it? Isn't that Pinball Wizard and all that The Who? The Who? No, it was. Yeah,
0: it was definitely those
1: guys. Uh, Yeah,
0: it was. Yeah, it's exactly that one. Uh, Again, like I'm saying, like some of them, straightforward. it's, It's almost so obvious that you're like... This is a it, trick. It,
1: it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or what? am I misremembering this, and it's actually a little bit more difficult than that?
0: Yeah, no, no, it is. It is that simple. Uh, Year Eminem released uh, "Real Slim Shady." I've guessed at '04. Earlier, 2000. Really? Yep. Canal. Yeah, I was I was surprised as well. I I thought it was it was later than that. Um, Johnny Cash covered which Nine Inch Nails song? Hurt. It was hurt and. Is it Deadpool? No. No, it was not. It was Logan.
1: Oh, of course it was. Like, See, it, that, that's exactly. I, the, I, was, re- I went through all of the fucking X Men films, didn't bother going through the fucking Wolverine spin offs, did I? No. No, oh, you, you've
0: got another it, another like six or was. seven there to go through. Yeah. Oh, fucking Wolverine, Wolverine in China,
1: Wolverine in space. Oh, fuck's <laughs> sake. Yeah, Wolverine. It was like i can't even remember what they were called was wolverine wolverine origins something else yeah it's just
0: yeah there's yeah wolverine origins and then there was the one oh it was japan were not it he was just for
1: some reason he was in japan yeah uh um, yeah cuz he was yeah he was there to witness fucking the the hiroshima bomb wasn't he i don't could, i didn't watch it i yeah. i thought. Yeah, this he is... just whatever part of his journey he was on he just decided to go to hiroshima <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, sounds yeah, sweet. Because uh, <laughs> um, you know, yeah, as you do, yeah. Um, so yeah, like the exact reaction that I, I expected from you was was literally there. You know, like, of course it fucking of was. Cu- yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Decade that Friday. I'm in love was released by The Cure. So
1: I th- I think you will have thought, because it's The Cure, it's the 80s, but it wasn't, it was the 70s. No, wrong way. Wrong way.
0: I is thought it, it was it, the 80s, but it was the 90s. I think it was 1990 was it? that it was released. Okay. Um,
1: I had a feeling they were so much older than that. N-
0: I knew that they were around in the 80s, um, but it was like the real last yeah,
1: end I, of the 80s. But I thought they were like had been around, done some stuff and then were like releasing more stuff in the eighties? No, no, no. They they
0: they were quite young when they uh when they came out. Not so much these days. They're really fucking old. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who was it Rob- they came out with at Glastonbury? Was that a foo Fighter? They came out and did like a song with a fairly modern band at Glastonbury in the last Five years. Okay. Like, and I can't remember who it was, but yeah, like Robert Smith just looked ancient. Well, yeah, I mean, it it doesn't help the fact
0: that Robert Smith's look was like kind of mime artist in drag. Like <laughs> yeah, even from that. the start. But he wears that. But he now looks like a mime artist in drag that's He's melted their, like late 50s early 60s yeah yeah it's it's not it's not a, a fetching look for a man of his age um but you I mean he his band uh, have released a fair few fucking jams so I'm I'm cool with it you do you robert smith we're not here to shame you no well apparently we are <laughs> 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 but, but didn't mean it sorry um, right legendary producer of Michael Jackson's off the wall bad thriller it's all Dave Evans Smith it was Dave Evans no definitely <laughs> fucking Quincy Jones who Quincy Jones Quincy J- I've heard that name before yeah, well he produced uh, believe it or not off the wall bad and thriller <laughs> yeah it sounds
1: like he's quite a talented talented person
0: yeah talented producer yeah um yeah, and like I say, the Quincy Jones production company, I am pretty sure did some of the nineties uh sitcoms like I think they might have been involved with the Fresh Prince. Or it it might it might even have been dare we mention the name The Cosby Show <laughs> Um But like I think it was something along those lines. Um but yeah, so Quincy Jones, remember the name. Um, Paranoid Android, go on. I've guessed at OK Computer. You guessed correctly. I thought it was off Pablo Honey, but um, no, OK Computer, which is, yeah. I mean, you've got Pablo Honey, you've got OK Computer, and you've
1: got the Benz, which are yeah. the ones that... Like, OK Computer and the Benz were the two that were in my head. Yeah. But the, the Benz, I'm pretty sure, was the one where they used that like major lick that sounds minor and his head's filling up in a... Bucket? Oh no, surprises! Video. No, yeah, is that not no, off the bend?
0: No, no, no. Uh, um, Possibly. I don't know. I mean, I I know of a fair few Radiohead tracks, and I'm pretty sure I've listened to all of those albums, but I've not listened to them enough for that to, for that information to have assimilated in my head. Yeah, like
1: I I'm really not a, like considering like people consider, like, Muse to be, like, the 20, 20, uh, 2000s version of Radiohead, or, like, you know, Radiohead with kind of pushing the boundaries of, like, the use of different stuff. Like, I just... I, I could never get into it. I don't know whether I tried to. You know, like, I've not tried since I was about 15 or 16, but, like, people kept telling me that OK Computer was, like, this massively amazing album, and I was like, sounds a bit weird. Yeah, I think where... Um,
0: Muse and Radiohead kind of started at a similar point. Radiohead went more down the experimental route, yeah, and Muse went down more of a con- a conventional kind of
1: yeah. I think they popular uh, I think route. From what my understanding of it is, Radiohead basically found all these new effects and just went completely experimental, whereas. Muse kind of found all these effects and tried to incorporate them into mostly traditional rock music. Yeah, I mean it's 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 got a very kind of Queen esque
0: vibe to it these days. With yeah,
1: like I I don't pretend to know anything about modern Muse because like it's all a bit weird at this point, and they've gone the Radiohead way of just being very experiment. Like, and Matt Bellamy's very much in the kind of wheelhouse of pushing physics onto us, and I'm like. Look, I did physics A level. I don't particularly want you to talk about the third law of thermodynamics whilst I'm listening to music. Yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a law
0: that punished me back then. I'm not allowing it to punish me now. Yeah. Oh, there's that sketch in the um, in the Simpsons where, where um, Homer says to Lisa, "In this house, we obey the laws of thermodynamics." <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so with Radiohead, I think. If you've listened to all of their kind of breakout hits, like uh, like Just and like Creep, yeah. uh, and No Surprises, Paranoid Androids.
1: Um, oh, fake Plastic Trees. Fake Plastic Trees. Uh, um, Fade Out, Street Spirit. Um, what's the one that's on about a Nazi haircut as well? Uh, what now? <laughs> There's one of them had like I played it in one of the bands that I've been in, and there's one of the lines is you've got a Nazi haircut or something. I I can't remember what that is now. That's gonna really irritate me. Um,
0: But yeah, I, I mean, largely like the the big hits are the ones that the experimentalness harmonized with, um, like it it worked in harmony with. The kind of li- like easy
1: to listen to. Karma Police. Karma Sorry. Police. Yeah, Karma
0: Police. Yeah, that
1: one of the lines in that is something about a Nazi haircut.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that tune. But yeah, like th- there's a fair few of those like of Radiohead tunes that you go, "Oh, yeah, that's a really wicked tune," but then you listen to the album and then it's <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's sifting. like two wicked tunes and yeah, you you have to sift through. Three hours of, of someone stuff. like messing with <laughs> the knobs on a old Boss flanger or something for you to then get to like oh and this is this is an actual song
2: yeah
1: Uh so yeah I think oh it's a Hitler hairdo isn't it I've I've remembered the line from the song now yeah there you go <laughs> Uh
0: so you get like the the bits where the planets align they do make some absolutely fantastic music yeah. But they have they have to align; otherwise, you either get, you get some really weird experimental noise. Well, like
1: half the time, you've got Eddie Breen playing the strings of his guitar between the nut and the fucking tuning pegs, and I'm going, "What are you doing? That's not where you strum the strings to make music."
0: Yeah, that's uh, that. You, you need you need to play you need to play it a bit further
1: down, and then you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you see where your hand is fretting, yeah. Come between that and the bridge rather than up the top there, because you just—that's just noise that a, a microphone might pick up and nothing else.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's that one Nirvana tune where he does it at the start. Uh, oh, what song is that? You know, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that's wicked. Like that's that's legit. Um. But
1: he doesn't do it for seven minutes of the
0: song, no, does he? He does it for about four seconds and then starts <laughs> playing guitar. As it should be. Um I think we're pretty much at time by the by the looks of it. I did I've I've got a podcast that I wanted to go through though. Uh so we'll we'll do we'll do quick quick quick. I'll tell you what, we'll ignore we'll ignore the top bit. We'll talk very, very quickly about the uh the uh, pedal boards of doom and Xander Effects um release yeah. which is um like literally today um there's there's been a release of um a limited version of the cafetiere um which is a standard circuit from um from xander effects where the, the the previous version of the cafetiere would have like the the signature log like, six way clip in selection and and all manner of, like, fine tweakery. This is, like, a really stripped-back version, so it's, like, two knobs, uh, and it's got diode selections of, like, uh, asymmetrical, symmetrical, and then, like, no clipping diodes. So you can get, you can get, like, really, really saturated tones, or you can get almost down to, like, like an overdriven, kind of, broken transistor amp kind of sound. Yeah. Looks wicked. It's got like the the Klon style not clone style nubs, the uh Hudson Broadcast style nubs on it as well, which make it look really cool. Yep. Um. But all of the proceeds from this pedal are going uh to Black Lives Matters charities uh to support the movement. Um, and it's an absolute um, just absolutely brilliant thing for the for for that. Uh, collaboration collaborations to do it, and I think it's it's brilliant that um that Xander effects are taking the time out and uh, uh, uh putting it out there and saying like look, look we we support this uh so i'd I'd suggest by the time this this podcast's out there probably won't be many left um but he did say that if they um if they sold out pretty quick, there's no reason why he wouldn't be uh be interested in making more. So if it has sold out by now, uh, and you did want to get your hands on them, just just let him know. Yeah, uh, and that's wicked. I'm just gonna give a real, real quick little little shout out again to to Alex at Xander Circuits as well. Uh, because like that's that's wonderful and that's noble and I I'm totally on board with that. He's also um he's he's got a uh. Facebook group uh, called like the Xander Circuits Contingency or something like that, which is it's like a, a little Facebook group which is all based around like the the stuff that he outputs. So you get like sneak peeks of, um, of the like the the stuff that he's making. So like the 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 recent one, the Duplo, um, he's he's been getting in like the um. The little booklets that go along with them, and he, he posted that before we posted it anywhere else. So you get locked sneak peeks. Um, he posted up today, um, like a t-shirt design idea, uh, and it's <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Uh, so uh, a couple of weeks back, we mentioned how he did a video where his wife, um, had narrated the entire uh like the entire video of him building up these uh, circuits. I think again with cafetiere circuits. Uh and at one point she she refers to a tantalum capacitor as the goldy snitch looking mother mother fluffer. Uh, <laughs> and he's he's only gone and done it as a t shirt design, hasn't he? Hey. So that's like that is meta level in joking. Uh but it's a really good design as well. Like he's he's got an eye for design. Like he's 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 a brilliant designer. Our Alex's, uh, and the golden golden snitch looking motherfucker, uh, oh, mother fluffer. Sorry, um, sorry, that's brilliant. Um, and there was one final thing that I wanted to end our podcast with, um, which we could do an entire podcast in and of itself. We mentioned it a little bit on the last podcast, uh, which was. Uh, like the last the the first one to be released was uh p r s had released one hand carved guitar uh and it was it was a tiger um <laughs> it wasn't a particularly well done tiger but it was a tiger since then there have been two more designs that have <laughs> that have come out uh and, I mean, we didn't get a chance to talk about it. it I think it was me, me and Lee who had a chance to talk about it. So, Matt, first of all, what are you thinking of that tiger design? I mean, where where do we start, like? I think you start at the bottom left-hand corner
1: <laughs> where the fucking derpy I'm... tiger looks. Okay, well, if we start in the bottom left-hand well, it depends on whether the wall... Is it hanging on a wall hanger or is it sideways? <laughs> somebody playing it, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because if we start like if if somebody's playing it, we start with the five, the five claws of the paw of the tiger, all yeah. of which are pointing forwards, <laughs> not like a tiger. Also, there's five of them, not like a tiger. Yeah. Um, and it's on a big muscly human arm as opposed to a tiger arm, like. Yeah, it's it's strangely muscly, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and then you get to the face, which is like somebody's drawn a house cat and gone, oh, well, let's put big fangs on it, and that makes it a tiger. Yeah, put put orange and yellow. Uh, sorry,
0: orange and black stripes on it.
1: Yeah, and, some... and make the teeth a bit bigger, and and that yeah, that makes it. It's just awful. It's awful. Like awful. <laughs> And, and do you want to tell us how much? How much this awful tiger on a PRS? I assume custom twenty two. Um, I, I, I can't tell you. I, it's, I a, didn't... It's, it's a twenty two fret instrument. I'm looking at it. I, I, there you go. It's a it's a double cut twenty two fret instrument. I assume it's a custom. Oh, yeah. it's but it's, it's on a McCarty five nine four. I'll believe you. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means. I'm not a. I'm not a um. PRS, PRS person. No, yeah. I mean, I I got as far as looking
0: at the tiger laughing for about thirty minutes, and then that was my research done pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, it's yeah, it's not good. It's the kind of art that you would you'd look at, and if if it was done by someone who was in primary school, you'd go, oh, that's a real good job. Yeah, you've oh, done well really done, well there. Well done, yeah. Um, anything past that, you'd be like, oh, um, and. And no, I showed it to my missus uh because, like she she's a general generally good judge of like artistic endeavours. Uh she she had to giggle at it. And then I said Like this company, like their guitars usually kind of their their standard price point is about three grand. How much do you reckon for this? She went It's gonna be like seven grand, isn't it? I went, no, no oh yeah. it's not. she went no it can't be 10 i went you're right it's not it's more 15 <laughs> no i'm afraid not and like we we eventually got to because i think it's like 23
1: and a bit this one so the 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 website that i'm on has got the rrp at twenty one thousand nine hundred ninety us dollars there you go there you go um uh, that's... And and the article finished with brackets and you don't even get a free plastic toy in the packet. <laughs> I
0: mean, <laughs> it's it's a thing, isn't it, I suppose?
1: Oh, it's, I th- it's actually called the Tony Tiger. <laughs> is the, it? The guitar itself is called the PRS Tony Tiger McCarty. Oh, dear.
2: I mean, what... What I did
0: appreciate about it is the fact that they they went crazy with the ridiculous tiger, uh, tiger stripe flamed maple on it. Like even the fretboard is, yeah, ridiculously flamed.
1: Looks like it'd be a great guitar to play.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Also looks hideous.
0: <laughs> yeah, as as long as you've got a fat enough arm to cover up the majority <laughs> of that horrible carve. Or a belt sander. You should be fine. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. All of the all of the guitars in this series should come with just an orbital
1: sander. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's that's hideous enough in itself. And then was the yeah. owl the next one? Um,
0: the L was the most recent one, but we'll talk about the L because the L is possibly the best of the lot. I mean that's yeah, like it's <laughs> that's not hard. It's it's like winning the best. Uh, best non-alcoholic beer contest, isn't
1: it? I suppose. Oh, this comes in a custom twenty-two or custom twenty-four. Well, so, they've, what well, they've done, two of them. Uh, I I assume they're doing a fair few because you can yeah you can have it. I assume they're doing it to order. Looking at this, uh, so I'm on PRS Guitars website for this one, um, the Great Horned Owl Limited Run, um. Custom twenty-two or twenty-four, curly or quilted maple top, and then the rest of it is just like standard stuff, yeah, like yeah. satin or nitro, and then the rest. But yeah, the the owl—you can tell it's an owl. Which, if we move on from the, if we're moving on from the tiger, that's that's a big positive. I mean, although the, the tiger
0: you could tell was a tiger, but the, because of the colour,
1: yeah, like <laughs> the colour gave like, it, uh, the head of the owl. Uh, there's this kind of a wing shape, which looks like the wi- almost like where the wing of an owl would be if it had it down by its side. There's also other bits that don't particularly look owl-y, but they, they're they're owl feather ish shapes, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it goes far too far down towards the bottom horn of the guitar and then instead of, instead of like the other ones where they've incorporated the switch and the um the knobs yeah they're just on like plain pieces of wood <laughs> so you've got like this owl with a blue hole in it and then two like grey holes in it where the the knobs are it's just, i i don't understand where they where they where they thought this what who are they aiming this at yeah
0: it is it's the dentist who's really into into animals, but doesn't have a keen sense of what Why animals not? look like. <laughs> <laughs> so so what you're
1: saying is it's, it's aimed at blind dentists.
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they need to be successful enough that they can afford PRS, so they
1: can't be that blind. The 12th fret marker goes over three frets. It's a moon, and it's more in the 13th fret than the 12th. It's, to be fair, I think <laughs> like blues
0: dentists, the the uh, the like the furthest down the the order of of what they look for in a guitar is
1: how how easy it is to play. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like it's one of the fo- like there's five photos of this on the PRS website, and the last one is the twelfth fret marker, which is I would say sixty percent in the thirteenth fret. I mean, you can't just, argue with that, can you? Just what is this to go and then yeah should we should we talk about the the shit owl the show the shit- the shit eagle <laughs> the shit eagle yes we sh- we shall i <laughs> mean this this is the only one I'd see like i've I'd seen this one just because of the memes on Facebook,
0: like this is the fiesta resistance, i believe isn't it like, yeah. I th- I thought that the
1: the tiger was bad, yeah, uh, so think of an american eagle like the um, i don't think that it's the bald eagle but it's like the eagle that you think of if you ever think it's like white head brown body yellow beak it's an eagle yes that's fine if if we look at the, the above the strings you can tell that's an eagle's head i mean it's not a great eagle's head i mean but it's, it's i don't think it's as bad as the the tiger no but it's it's like yeah you can tell it's an eagle's head yeah. and then from there down <laughs> it's like a floater. <laughs> I mean, say it as
0: it is, mate, It does. It looks. It looks it, like a pile of turd. It, it, it's, it's well, it's not a pile. It's 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 an extruded turd, isn't it? It's a poo yeah, that's come it's out. Elon, it's come out curve, curved, curved um, round to go go underneath the pickups. But it's it uh, the fact that it's been pinched off as well. It's <laughs> it's one of those it's one of those poos that. It's got like a little <laughs> curly end because it's you've you've pinched it. That's
1: it. I've just seen the headstock. Have you seen the headstock? I haven't. No. It's got. Oh no, sorry. It's sorry. I thought it had like some weird curls at the bottom of the headstock. It's not. Somebody's taken a photo of it, hung up on a wall, and rotated it ninety degrees, uh-huh. and it, it just. Looked, I mean, it's it's one of these like half and half fretboards, but they've painted the fretboard that's supposed to be maple blue which, yeah, and the headstock is like a a light blue so it's like, it's very black till about the 12th fret and then there's like, I assume it's supposed to be like light passing through leaves and then like from about fret 5 onwards it's just flamed maple but coloured blue with a random eagle on the board as well it's, yeah, just think of everything you don't want in a guitar, yeah, that's that's this guitar yeah, he's freedom floater isn't it this one yeah and oh it's just horrendous like absolutely horrendous and this one's price point is worse than the first one i didn't see the price point on the, the last one it wasn't on the website this one is yes. twenty six thousand three hundred dollars for an eagle's head on a piece of shit it's not great is it
0: I think that's probably where we should should end the podcast because <laughs> it's 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 not getting any better. Oh, <laughs>
2: so,
0: just, yeah. What? Oh, just think about things before you release them, please. Um, they definitely released that one, didn't they? <laughs> um. They absolutely did.
2: Oh, so that's
0: uh, yeah, just, just horrendous. This that is a beautiful place to now uh, plug our Patreon, isn't it? Uh, (laughs) Yep. So yeah, Patreon. As little as two dollars a month, you can get quality content like this. Quality, (laughs) absolute quality. Uh, (laughs) Quality
1: content, not like this. PRS. Exactly that.
0: Yeah, you don't have to pay us twenty six grand. There's nothing saying that you can't. Um, uh, but you don't have to so uh our current patreon dudes uh we have got Mr Adam yeoman's of Chefton effects we have got Mr Andrew bimpson we've got Mr doug christ of thirty seven effects we have got uh Joseph Richardson of Abstractium Band and or joseph Richardson music we have got Mr Hugh G.. Rection <laughs> every time <laughs> uh, we've got Mr. Ben Fletcher of Fletcher Pickups and we've got Mr. Brian Gower of the Tone Jerks podcast um, yeah so patreon.com slash fret talk if you want to get involved with that we appreciate each and every one of you um, if you want to find me online you go uh, Facebook Instagram and YouTube all of those, slash Budget Pedal Chap, you'll find me. Uh, budget Pedal Chap YouTube channel is the home to the No Talk All Tone um, series, uh, where I, I mentioned this week we are possibly doing the, the Bad Penny um, silicon buzzliness. Um, and I've I got a new logo. Woo! <laughs> 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 of a... <laughs> I had to go I had to spare a couple of minutes this, this week. I had to go at designing. Uh so check that out. Matt, you are heal underscore Matt Q at Twitch, Twitter, Twinstagram. Correct.
1: And Bad Bookers. Twitch, yeah, Twitch bad bookers. No idea what's going on at the moment. I've yeah, I just I've I've been working Sundays, which means it's going on without me at the moment. I assume we're still just doing the like video game, creating our own wrestling company. Sounds good to me.
0: Sounds good to me. Um, that's a that's a lovely place to end our podcast. So, will be a goodbye
1: from me. Goodbye, and goodbye from me.
0: This is not our. This is not our exit to the podcast, is it? I uh. don't know.
1: What have you done? Like you started it. <laughs> Edward, usually on this podcast. It's a goodbye from me and it's a goodbye from him. No, wait, that's the two Ronnie's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I completely stole their shtick. <laughs> I don't know. That's
0: never happened before. Where does this go? I don't know. What uh, do you say? I know say, the end bit is Tatty Bye. Indeed. bit. Let's work back but from that But there's a bit before that. Yeah. What's so, a bit before from that? From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. Yeah. From Mr Matt Quine. Say so, bye Matt. Bye Matt. Well hey, we got there. have hey, hey, I forgotten how to do this? I mean, so many so many times. Uh, it will be a tatty boy. A good night for this week. Bye. We'll wave. <laughs> We're we'll waving.
1: What's the difference between a well-dressed man on a unicycle and a poorly dressed man on a bike? Don't know. A tyre. <laughs>
2: that's, that's, that's good. It's really good. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what I will do. Because this, this quiz actually had 25 questions. Where did we get up to? We got up to 15, didn't we? Yeah. Right, quick fire. Who sang
0: the lead vocals on Fleetwood Mac's Gypsy? Lindsey Buckingham, I haven't got a clue. Uh, Stevie Nicks. Uh, which American metal band released "One" as their first ever music video? Metallica. I don't. In which track by The Smiths did Morrissey sing "Punctured Bicycle on a Hillside Desolate Will Make a Man of Me Yet"? How soon is now? (laughs) No, this charming man. I believe I've not got the. um... I
1: I I think I named the album.
0: Yeah, uh, how soon is now? Is is a song? It was. Oh, is it? it? Yeah, it was used as a theme for. I want to say, charmed, but it weren't charmed. Oh, it's like oh, it was like an Area Fifty One kind of thing, Roswell. I think it was a, a series called Roswell. Uh, right, uh, the, who pioneered the genre of dubstep with tracks like Scary Monsters, Nice sp- uh, Sprite Spirits,
1: and First of the Year? I haven't got a clue. Like, If I think, think of dubstep and early, I'll say Prodigy. Mm, no, I think it's Skrillex. It may well be Skrillex. Uh, true or false, at many of
0: the Beatles concerts, cheering from the fans was so loud they couldn't hear themselves play. True, but that's why they like, needed something more than a Vox AC30. Indeed. Uh, in which city in Sweden were ABBA formed? Stockholm. I'll find out in a minute. I've not got the answers. Uh, who was the most streamed artist on Spotify in 2019? Ed Sheeran. I'd say that's pretty safe. Uh, which legendary soul singer died in 2018 at the age of
2: 76? Nina Simone? I'll, I'll, again,
0: I'll find out for you. Um, how many members of Zeppelin are still alive? Three? Yep. Uh, Chris Novoselic was the
1: bassist in which band also featured Dave uh, Grohl? Uh Nirvana and also some Foo Fighters stuff, but I'm guessing it's going for Nirvana.
0: Yeah, Chris Novoselic was the the full time bassist in Nirvana. But
1: well, yeah, so yeah, didn't he come in and do some Foo Fighters though?
0: Of, uh, like... I'm not entirely sure. but um, so the answers: Yeah, uh, Stevie Nicks, Metallica, This Charming Man, Skrillex. Yeah, true. Uh, Stockholm. Yeah, well done. Post Malone, apparently. was the most streamed. Uh, Aretha Franklin died in 2018. Okay. Three, yeah. Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, and Nirvana. There we go.